Welcome to another episode of Lots of a Trillionaire. <laughs> it's 11.29 a.m. Thursday, October 22nd. I don't know if y'all hear that echo. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm in a, uh, I was in a little tunnel. Walking around my old spots, my old haunts, as they say. And um, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about today. No idea. But uh, I just wanted to do that because it's, it's a tunnel. And it's, it, it's really cool. <laughs> but let's see. Let's see. So some things that's been on my mind this morning. Everything, nothing. <laughs> the universe and all that there is. Um, I really don't know what to what to talk about today. Let's see. Oh yeah, this morning, woke up and uh, did my gratitude journal. And then I, um, what else did I do? Took a shower and uh, jumped. Oh yeah, I went with my brother to get dropped off now I'm here my old haunts walking around um, I find it interesting that I used to walk around like half the dang city <laughs> in this in this uh, this area um, one thing I have been thinking about a lot recently is the idea of communities you know the idea of living in a place that's closer to, closer to the type of communities people used to live in years ago, you know, decades ago, um, and for thousands of years, <laughs> you know, before this whole urban sprawl that we see all too much, all too often in, in places like Georgia, you know. It really sucks that nowadays we live in places where it's really difficult to have that sense of community even if you live in a neighborhood like a really nice neighborhood um with and you're friends with some of your neighbors and you got like a little association and stuff like that even then you know it's really tough to have that that uh sense of community that i imagine people used to have that small town feel you know where you can feel like you can trust you know your neighbors to um, to just have your back and like wash your children and stuff like that, you know. And I think it, I think it would greatly benefit society if we if we move back to those times, you know. If we created communities and neighborhoods that once again were more communal. You know, they don't have to be whole communes, but at the very least, we should be thinking about how to, you know, take down urban sprawl and, and how to build close-knit communities where people feel like they can trust their neighbors and and you can you can walk, you know, just like five minutes to get to a store, to get to, you know, grocery store or, you know, clothing store or a place to hang out, a little, a little lounge and stuff, you know, you know simple stuff small town type of feel but augmented with the 
effects of technology which allow you to collect to connect with people around the world and so instead of simply you know having a you know small town grocer or clothing store and you had the same items every <laughs> every day every week every year instead you know those those uh, items can be switched out you can um switch with uh other stuff that's from around the world so you can have more like an international farmer's market so it doesn't have to be a huge grocery market per se but you know it could benefit from this this current era of globalization where we can get you know foods and and stuff like that from across the world every now and then not all the time because that's another problem of the time that we live in in that we always try to, you know, get what's not available right now in our season, in our in our area. And because of that, we end up, you know, with these farm, farmed animals and um, unethical kind of just farming practices and livestock. And it's really bad. <laughs> but if we get to a point where... Every now and then we might, you know, do a little international or, or national whatever trade. So we can send some fruit, send some vegetables and meats, whatever, every couple of months. You know, maybe once a, once a quarter or something like that, you do a little switcheroo. <laughs> that can still benefit, that can still allow us to have that international feel. While at the same time reducing the... The effects of globalization, the negative effects of globalization. Because globalization is a good thing, right? There is some good things to it. It makes the world kind of closer in some aspects. But unfortunately, there's, a, there's some bad to it too. And that it can make the world seem more, uh, not farther apart, but more uh, fractured. Because the differences are kind of enhanced in some ways. Um, like uh, uh, the problems, rather, right? Because the problem with globalization is that when there's a problem in one place, it almost not necessarily immediately, but it ends up that it quickly ripples to you know where you are, and so even if it feels like it doesn't matter what ha- what's happening across the globe, it does. You know, it affects the supply chain. It affects you know the news. It affects. You know, this, that, and the other. And so, especially with the news, when you hear crime and you hear terrorism and you hear all this stuff going on across the world, you're thinking, oh, man, those people are blah, 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 blah. And so now you have this mentality, you have this idea of what's going on with these people, even though you have you never met anybody there. While, on the other hand, before globalization, you know, at least I imagine, from the, the types of stories we have and the Know, history books and stuff like that and even our parents times um, when something happened around the world you had no idea that it happened <laughs> you know the news didn't report on it it was just it was just like for you as if it never happened and maybe there were still some ripple effects it probably were we're still all on the same earth but you know you had no idea that it happened you weren't able to form a a um, assumption, good or bad, as to what is happening somewhere else in the world, and that also affects the news nationally. You know, oftentimes today you hear this 
whole thing where you know everything is going to hell <laughs> it's the end of the world you know crime is you got crime violence this that and the other people have higher levels of anxiety and fear and stuff like that than ever before even though statistically you know the evidence shows that there are less far 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 you know fewer crimes and violence and and problems than ever before so why is it why is it that that um that difference why is it you know that separation in terms of how we think about the world and how the world actually is and i think that's because of you know things like globalization on a on a national scale or on a on a local scale because of because of the news you know um the news such a sad thing that's happened to the news right because um with when when places are more connected right and you hear things like the news and the news is now not not really about just telling you the news it's not really about telling you everything that's going on it's more about telling you you know the sensational things <laughs> things that will get you to watch the news and so you know so they can sell advertisements and stuff like that because their business model is now held up on you know getting your attention rather than actually reporting quality news and so um, because of the way we have evolved the best way to get our attention usually is through negative things it's through violence it's through you know danger and stuff like that and so of course the news is going to find more and more and more danger and violence and stuff like that and so even though there is less violence than ever before if that's all the news really cares about reporting then that's all people really see and so their perspective their, perspe- <laughs> their perspective is going to be skewed you know towards this negative outlook they're going to think the world is more violent they're going to think the world is more scary because that's all they see you know that's all that is reported to them and so I really think it's, it's, it's going to be extremely important for us to claw back, you know, the news and our communities and stuff like that and create, not bubbles, but create just local areas, local spots where you feel safe about where you are. But at the same time, it's not, it shouldn't be isolated because the problem with isolation is now that you have this extreme, um, what do you call it? Uh, what's the word? The, when you have a fear for of others, right? Um, xenophobia. You have that extreme xenophobia and isolationist communities where anything that from outside the community is not welcome. Anything from outside the community that's not, you know, regularly seen in the community is now seen as dangerous or bad or, or you know, risky or whatever, right? That's the problem with isolation. That's the problem with the old way of, the, like, the traditional small communities, is that yes you had this nice feel where you connected with your neighbors and all this stuff but anything that's different <laughs> anything that's new is seen as dangerous or bad or or risky or whatever and that's not a good thing you know that's you know what what led to um wars throughout history where you see somebody coming in like oh who's that <laughs> you know who going to going to going to fight them because you think they're so different from you but really we're all that's what globalization show, is showing us that we're all very similar. 
even though we have very different cultures to, and to some extent and everything like that and um, different ways of seeing the world we're still humans you know we're still sentient creatures we still share the same evolutionary you know path and we so we have more alike than we have different even though it feels don't get me wrong I'm sure it feels like we have so much different with somebody on the opposite side of the spectrum right on the other side of the political spectrum or the other culture or the other world yeah it seems like we have something that we're so different from them but we're not we are far more similar we are far more alike than we are different and so to I think to create a better community to create better communities for our society we need to have this balance between localization and globalization we need to have this balance between small close knit communities and globalized you know diversity we need to be able to create communities where it is safe to just you know have your kids walking around the neighborhood around the city even <laughs> with no real fear that somebody they're going to get kidnapped or some you know blah 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 is going to happen but at the same time we also need to figure out how to make that close knit community open to outsiders open to difference open to new things and and um new people so that we can exchange ideas so that we can exchange you know uh cultural niceties whatever you want to call them and that is where the magic will happen right there that's where we're finally going to have this magical feeling of humanity progressing forward where people don't inherently discriminate or hate another pe- person just because they're different just because you know they don't really understand how they what they're doing or you know how they see the world and stuff like that we need to really get to a point where we have that balance so i i think i think about that a lot as i walk around um my communities my neighborhoods because it, i i like walking you know not a fan of running or anything like that but i just like walking around you know looking at the sights the trees the the neighbors and <laughs> the community and, and for long for as long as i can remember i always used to think about like why is there like a whole street but with nothing but stores right and half of them are the same type of store and so whenever i walked outside i would have to walk 5 minutes to get to the grocery store but i would have to walk another 10 20 minutes you know 30 minutes to get to a different type of store <laughs> or something like that and but my parents wouldn't let me walk that far you know alone and so it wasn't until i was much much older that i began able to walk around and stuff like that and it and it's just not fun it's not fun when i have to go around and like walk 5 minutes to the grocery store and there's not much there but you know i know down the street 5 minute drive there's a mall there's a you know there's a a theater there's an international supermarket right but it's too far for me to walk it would take like an hour for me to walk there because of the way the neighborhood is set out you know i always thought that sucked that was like so lame <laughs> i read so many books and saw so many of these like things like lord of the rings we have this nice little community you can go to the bar you can go to <laughs> you know your neighbor's house to the docks to whatever is all right there why don't we have more communities like that 
We need to have more communities like that. If we did, more people would actually enjoy going outside. I understand why people don't want to go outside. It's boring. You know, there's nothing to do. Sure, you can have your imagination, but that only lasts for so long, you know? Even me, <laughs> I have an extremely intense imagination. Me and my brother used to play outside all the time, but it got bored. It got, it got boring after a while. And after a while, when we moved to certain houses, we don't have a yard to play in, you know? <laughs> and our parents don't trust that we can, you know, go out in the neighborhood safely. So what can we do? So of course, people are gonna stay inside out of fear and anxiety and boredom. They're gonna go on the internet and try to, you know, get into things and connect with people, which is good. Don't get me wrong, the internet is pretty awesome. But the internet is still not as social as it can be or as it should be. The problem with the internet is that you don't have that inherently um, social aspect. You don't have the reputation of, you know, meeting another person because when you're online, you see, you don't really see people per se. You see comments, right? You just see kind of disconnected thoughts that people put down. And, and a lot of the times those disconnected thoughts are not necessarily good ones, right? Because people are not incentivized on the internet to, to be respectful, <laughs> to be, you know, courteous like we are in real life. When you meet another person, a stranger, whatever, you're not going to say some half the stuff you say you, you see on YouTube comments. Even if you don't like that person, even if you think they're stupid or whatever, nine times out of ten, you're not going to say, you know, those mean comments and, and dumb stuff that you see online. Because you have a reputation. Because people have to look you in the face. <laughs> you have to look them in the face and say what, what you think you're going to say. And so the Internet is lacking that. I think we can definitely combine that as well. You know, we can balance the, the benefits of the internet with the, with the real world. We can have virtual spaces, 3D spaces, where you have like a virtual avatar or something like that. Or we can have, you know, a, a physical space where you have these augmented, you know, reality or, you know, screens or something like that where you can see a virtual um, person come in, where somebody across the world can walk with you through your neighborhood. You know, we can have stuff like that too. It's just a matter of realizing that we don't have to have this binary. We don't have to have this dichotomy. It doesn't have to be a exclusive duality of, you know, virtual and real life, of small town and, and big and big city, of globalized and localized. It doesn't have to be binary. It can be a cycle. It can be interwoven. So yeah, that's what I like to think about and uh, that's the type of stuff I want to build. That's what really excites me about, you know, being able to design and build just the future. That's the future I want to build. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what you think about this, as always. Let me know what you're thinking about, you know, the, the life you live in, whether it feels localized or globalized or too too virtual or too you know physical or whatever <laughs> let me know what you're doing right now let me know what you want to do and as always hit me up at elijah cloud e-l-i-j-h-c-l-a-u-d-e on gmail 
YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Erudite Elijah. And, as always, thanks for listening, and have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye.